0: hey hey good stuff family i have an important disclaimer for this podcast you're about to hear or the stream that you're about to see important enough that i jumped on here quickly even without makeup but this interview was powerful at the end and hilarious at the beginning so i am begging you to stay tuned to the second part and let me just set up what you're about to hear especially for our podcast listeners Uh, the interview is with robin swoboda who is an iconic beloved television personality for years and years and years here in Cleveland. But she often refers to herself as Wilma Smith, who is also a beloved iconic television news reporter anchor here in Cleveland. And, and, and sometimes people confuse me as both of them, if I'm being honest, I've been called both of them. But I thought I would surprise her and, and call, introduce her as Wilma Smith. And here I'm making a joke, right out of the gate she's one-upping me and pops up with billy bob teeth in Only robin sabota enjoy hey everybody dawn kendrick here with some good news the good news is that you're only going to hear good news here i am a repurposed news reporter and i am Finally, doing the stories that have been burning in my heart for so long. They're stories that uplift, encourage, and inspire. And they are real, and they're raw, and they're vulnerable. They're the good stuff stories. And we see it over and over again that through it all, through the middle of our biggest challenges, together we can, together we will. Let's go see the good and be the good. Are your markets set? Let's go. Welcome to the Good Stuff Family Stories as we continue to grow the Good Stuff Family Tree 2023. This is our Joy Through the uh, Through the Journey series. Uh, people who have shown us by example how um, to get through the really crappy stuff, if I'm being honest, and the things that we call Really God, Really? How they turn them into oh, Really God, Really? And then um, flip the script if you will. And that's an appropriate turn of phrase for my guest that I have tonight who I absolutely love. I didn't know how much actually I had admired her from afar as a lot of people in Northeast Ohio had. But both of us have flipped the script and we spend our lives reading scripts. This is like a quiz. Who can guess? Who could it be? Who could it be? Uh, someone who's leading by example, who's hilarious, who has um the hearts of everyone in Northeast Ohio, and is kind of, I would say, I would say a bit of a celebrity in these parts, if I do say so myself. But what I found is it's not at all as much as she's loved for that. She's so beloved for so much more beyond the titles, beyond the, you know. I'll say this television stations that came after our names every night when we would say our name followed by a television station. So um, this is why I'm so excited to introduce to you my friend I feel like there should be a drum roll a drum roll
1: <laughs>
0: Wilma Smith. Welcome. <Thank> <laughs> what are you doing i had to put my glasses on to even see and then you can't even laugh i'm making a joke you're making a joke oh my god <laughs> 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 that is I the day in my love- life and i sound like it when i laugh like that
1: <laughs> i have to put the glue in them there there's a there's a paste that sets up but <laughs> Put them I'm back in. I'm afraid it'll pull my crowns off.
0: No, we can't have that.
1: The two front teeth are crowns that right after I got my braces off years ago, 10, just kidding, uh, right out of high school, I was in a car accident, <laughs> and then, of course, I cracked my front tooth, and the dentist was a good salesperson, and he's like, well, you don't want one crown. You want two. So for many years, I had uh, what looked like two garage doors. So anyway, <laughs> I'm afraid. I've had them redone. I, you know, I have a jar of money to redo my front two teeth. And There's um, a lot
0: going on. And this is also a podcast too. So let me just <laughs> clarify that I was trying to make a joke. This is Robin Swoboda, everyone. <laughs> it's Robin Swoboda. And I was trying to make a joke and then she one-upped me right out of the gate with, uh, with some sort of Billy Bob teeth in. So sorry, Wilma, on two fronts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Poor oh, Wilma. Poor Wilma. She's so beautiful and so regal <laughs> and sophisticated. And I am the type of person who wears Billy Bob teeth.
0: <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. Oh, thank you remember you. the silver fillings? You know, way back in the day, oh, yeah. I had a dentist in St. Louis, and he said, "You know, we can take those out and put the clear in. You know, it looks nicer." And I said, "Well, I don't know who is anyone going to see them and."
1: And maybe I you're said, singing like on uh, American Idol or The Voice.
0: Well, exactly. And then I said, he was, um, he was a Korean American. And so I said, well, there is that picture I remember from college where I was high-fiving someone laughing and I was going, ha, 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 like this. Yeah. And he looked at me and he goes, or maybe I suggest you not do that ever again. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so needless to say all the silver's gone, but it's true. Listen, things happen to our teeth when we get older. I just had a cracked one.
1: Oh my goodness. What's going on? What's going on? I I know. I, I, I went to Ireland a few years ago and that's my little dog. If you hear a (laughs) squeak, it's not, I'm not, I'm not wearing my high top uh, sneakers uh, rubbing them on the hardwood floor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Maybe I am. Um, but uh, anyway, I brought back some Irish uh, uh, toffee, and um, man, the first one that I ate just pulled off a crown back here.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, I, you know, they charged me like $125 to just glue it back on. I'm telling and you. I, I could have just taken, you know, some, some glue that comes with the Billy Bob teeth and put it back on save myself a lot.
0: Of money. Or how about the eyelash glue? I know you have the eyelashes. I just ordered some that stuff. Is it impossible? It'll stick to everything, but where it's so I just gave up. I took them off once right in the middle of a meeting. I did. I said, I'm sorry. I can't even do this. And the two people will know who I'm talking about. It was the first time I met one of them and I just went, put them right in the trash. If you can, re- if you're hearing this two people, you get a prize. If you call in.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well uh you get a pair of uh, magnetic lashes i'll give them to you mm-hmm. i i had um chris pickle when she was anchoring at the nbc affiliate in cleveland uh she said robin you know what you could really benefit from some lashes so bless her heart she brought in a pair one used put them on me and i looked so glamorous and i was so excited and uh I, 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 she did it so effortlessly. So the next day, you know, I put them on at home and I come in and I go, ta-da! and she said, they're, they're, they're on backwards. <laughs> so I had the long parts coming out here and then the, the little parts coming here. And uh, so they look like windshield wipers going, you know, going this way. And, and beautiful things. Yeah. We
0: don't have to do it anymore.
1: We don't have no, to. No. All the well,
0: layers of makeup. I'm like, you know
1: what? That's true.
0: But you look uh, stunning. Honestly, well, tonight, you. you look fantastic, my friend. Well, you're
1: very kind. And so do you. And you're the only person that I would wear makeup for this week oh. oh. since we're doing it late. I, I, heck, I'd be in bed by now.
0: And, <laughs> that's uh, what I said. I said the same thing. I said, well, look at the time. You know, I think it was nine o'clock <laughs> was my bedtime when I was little and I saw a meme, not just recently that said, you know, I couldn't wait till I was old enough so I could pick my own bedtime. It turns out it's still nine (laughs) o'clock.
1: It happens. Yes. Yes. Uh, Nine o'clock is the new midnight. And then when the time change comes, I'm ready to go to bed at four 30, five o'clock. I'm like, well, this is, this is why I don't date. Well, there are many reasons why, Um, but (laughs) it's one of them. I can't stay up that late. And I don't want to put
0: makeup on. I happen to believe hearts are breaking all over the world tonight hearing that, that you're um, not dating. You're not on the market at the moment. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I would like to do. There's so many um, stories <laughs> when, when I started reading those ones that you sent me, I'm telling you tears streaming. And then I try to read them to other people. i can't even talk and i'm crying they can't understand what i'm saying and i'm still laughing you are a fantastic soul you just are you just are you're like a magnet like a good stuff magnet so for people who aren't familiar with some of the things you've written. Can you, um, can you start us out of the gate on your trip back home to St. Joe, by the way, I'm sitting in St. Louis, Missouri. Woo, woo, we're both Missouri girls.
1: Oh, that's right. Yes. I grew up in uh, St. Joseph, uh, which is the other side of the state Northwest, uh, corner almost, um, home of the pony express. Uh, actually I think there was a I think there was a billboard for a while that said, Welcome to St. Joseph, Missouri, where the Pony Express began and Jesse James ended. Because <laughs> he was killed there. Um, and somebody spray painted and nothing has happened since. Uh, but I don't agree with that. Uh, you wanted me to read something. Was that it? I was a columnist for the Akron Beacon Journal uh, and, uh, and I, I, I stopped when I lost my mind. Uh, But this is is what I used to write. Uh, So imagine my surprise and delight when I checked into a motel in Terre Haute, Indiana that can only be described as a -a one-of-a-kind throwback in time. Looking for a good deal, I had opted not for the Drury Inn where I usually stay, but for a place I found on the internet for $50, tax included. I always thought drive-up motels were basically the same, Beige on the outside, beige walls, paisley polyester bedspreads, and generic pictures bolted to the walls. Well, not this one. Uh The outside was a cross between a medieval castle and a barn, painted black, red, and green. When I stepped inside the lobby, I was greeted by a cowhide rug and a sign that said they would welcome me as a guest, but I would leave as a friend. Uh The clerk checked my reservation while a man stood behind me asking where he could find what I thought he said was a bull penis. Excuse me, I said. Do you know where I can find bull penis? I'm from South Carolina and you can find them all over the place down there in big barrels. Gas stations, grocery stores, pretty much everywhere. I said, well, I'm just here for the night, so I I wouldn't know where you could find them, but... If you're traveling West, my sister's ex-husband lives in Southern Missouri and he collects raccoon penises, if that's any help. He gave me a confused look and said he was going to look for them at Walmart and then asked the desk clerk for more trash bags. When the man sprinted out the door, it dawned on me that he had a strong Southern drawl and he wasn't looking for a bull penis. He wanted boiled peanuts. And I scared them both when I talked about raccoon penises. No wonder she didn't make eye contact when she slipped me the blank card with a blank plastic key inside. 217 was crudely written in the corner of the envelope. When I got the door open, I thought I had walked into an episode of Schitt's Creek, a Netflix show about a family who lost all their money and are forced to live in a motel, the likes of which I had never seen until now. Blued walls, red walls, wagon wheel bric-a-brac in the doorway from the bedroom to the bathroom. A giant white rocker between the wall heater and the second double bed. Laminate barnwood flooring was attached to the walls for headboards and covered the nightstand and the desk. There was a phone, but it had no number on it. Everything had been cut, no numbers, period. Everything had been covered by a piece of white paper that was glued onto it. I also had a refrigerator, a microwave, a coffee maker, and a safe. I was told the ice maker was around the building in the ice barn. (laughs) The biggest surprise came when I pulled back the covers to find multiple holes in the top sheet. (laughs) I figured either this happened because the sheet was once in a smoking room, or perhaps it had been one of the themed suites in one of the themed suites I saw advertised on its billboard across the street. Pirate Cove, Ice Cave, Jurassic Park suites with hot tubs, $99 only, Sunday to Thursday. Maybe the sheet got caught in a T-Rex's teeth, I thought. Are you afraid to walk on the floor? A friend asked after I texted her a picture of the holes. Not at all, I replied with confidence. I have the ice bucket on one foot and the bag on the other. (laughs) That's my favorite part. I can see it.
0: I can see it. Can you see it? I started this interview out that way because we we didn't give your whole bio as the um, beloved news anchor from the Cleveland area, because the truth is, sure, it's part of your bio. In fact, I loved I love this part of your bio, the very first out of the gate. Robin Swoboda is regarded by Northeast Ohio media pundits and observers as the most popular, recognized and beloved female personality in the history of Cleveland television. This line written by her mother. I love that. I love it so much. I love it. So born in St. Joseph, Missouri, she came to Cleveland 1986 to work for WJW TV, where she anchored the number one rated 6 and 11 p.m. news after stepping away from television to devote her time to her family, including sons, Matthew and William and daughter Hallie. Is it Hallie? Yep. Yeah, Hallie. That was in 2007. She returned to television at WJW, the Fox affiliate here in Cleveland as the inspiration and centerpiece of an innovative entertainment and information show called That's Life with Robin Sabota. Robin's immense popularity, gifted performing talents were again recognized by our viewers. You know, these people, when we go do, when they ask us to speak at their events, they ask for a bio. I can only imagine, like, I want you more than ever reading this. Um, her <laughs> immense popularity and gifted performing talents were again recognized by her viewers and peers as she also earned an Emmy Award for the National Academy of Television Arts and Science for her work as the host of her own program, as well as induction into the Broadcasters Hall of Fame. I had three Emmy nominations in Cleveland. I said I was the Susan Lucci of broadcast news. Oh wait, you have your teeth in again? Stop it, stop it. Okay, this is a good time for me to say, if you're listening to this on the podcast, thegoodstufffamily.com is where you can go to see the visual <laughs> goofball, this beloved goofball
1: with her Billy. You don't want to miss these teeth. It's I'm humble
0: telling you. though. That's the thing. That's what I see in you. It's pure humility. It's pure humility. And it's a lot of um, self, what do they say? You know, self-deprecating humor. Thank you, self-deprecating humor. And I've had people say that. And I love that about you. Relatable, uh, right. relatable.
1: You and I both. You and yes. me both, excuse me.
0: There's, yes, you, Travis, my Travis always corrects me. In fact, yeah. he's what he's logging into the stream right now. He always corrects me, but with the I and the me as the object of the preposition. Yeah. And then I'm I not, remind I'm him. not
1: a practice. But I, I will never say, where are you at? <laughs> Ending in the, I know, I know. I
0: know. In the University of Missouri, they drilled certain things into our, our heads, and then I bite my own lip when I'm trying to correct yeah. someone else.
1: Yeah. But, I, I just recently found out it's Chipotle instead of Chipotle, like I had been pronouncing oh, it for sure. a very no long time. And I was horrified. Oh, have been pronouncing it wrong.
0: So just honestly, you can't make this up. Just yesterday, Travis said, did you just say explanation point? I think I, think I said, explain. I said, did I say explanation? Exclamation. He goes, I think you said explanation. I said, well, I hope not. And then I start thinking, have I been saying that my whole life? <laughs> And why did anyone, no one ever said anything.
1: (laughs) I love those though. Oh, you hear some beauts. And I, I'm sure I've said them too. I have no doubt, but you know, from a young age, I loved words. My, my uh, aunt Hallie, who my, my daughter is named after my great aunt Hallie. She used to say that I would, um, uh, I would watch the news whenever I would visit them. And, uh, I w- if I didn't recognize a word, I would get the dictionary out and look it up. So I've had a lifelong love of words. I wanna,
0: I've want i told you this story already, but for people who are listening, especially in the Cleveland area, I spend 20 years on the news here. And the, so this has been at least 20, maybe 22 almost years ago that I hopped out of a live truck in the middle of the dead of winter. I'd only been here not even a whole month. And I was running in really quick to grab a coffee at like a get-go or something. And and here's this guy who had apparently rode his bike in the snow to the get-go. And oh. it may be because he was having a 40 ouncer out of a a paper bag. <laughs> well, you, you do you. But I, he said, Hey, Robin Sabona. <laughs> I said, I got back in the live truck and I said to Eric Wallace, I go, like, Who's Robin Soboda? He goes, Oh. Maybe I could see, and little did I know that even like John Loughman said, "Oh, you have like this sense of humor." That that easily probably was the greatest compliment oh. ever. I'm not kidding. Like I love you so much, and there's so many reasons. We're gonna get to it. So your most current way you're leading by example is that you are warrioring through cancer. We're gonna get to that, but yet clearly it doesn't define you any more oh. than News Lady defines us anymore because we are defined by the one true God and that's it. That's it. But it was hard to learn. Wasn't it my friend? It was hard to learn.
1: Well, when I kept messing it up on my own and I said, okay, Jesus, you know, you really take the wheel. Um, she stole that from me too. Uh, but no, (laughs) I'm kidding. But you know, I had just made such a mess of my life and you know, I, growing up, the only thing I knew was my mom said, God sees everything you do. And when you're a five-year-old sitting on the toilet, that's really frightening. And, um, you know, we went to church off and on and, um, oh gosh, we went to, uh, uh, well, my dad was Catholic. My mother was Episcopalian. So I made my first confession when I was in the eighth grade and I'm a firstborn. So I'm very thorough. You know, I, I, so I had to remember every sin I had ever committed up until eighth grade. And I, I had the heart of hearing priest, uh, I'd heard about him. And so (laughs) I'm, I'm like, bless me father for I have sinned. And then I put matches on a book in our living room and you know, blah, blah, blah. And when I came out, like the entire population of St. Joseph was around, you know, the church and out the door and down the block, listening to this, you know, child eighth grader confess everything. So we didn't go back to that church anymore. Then we went to uh, the Episcopal church where uh, my mom wanted to go, excuse me, and, Uh, they had a candlelight service and we're sitting there and we all have our candles. And I'm the oldest of four by seven and a half, eight and a half and 10 years. And my brother was the only boy, uh, 10 years, my junior. Um, We smell hair burning and we all look down and why he was at the end. I don't know, but he was holding his candle like this and his bangs were on fire. So my mom just leans over all of us and like smacking him in the head to put his hair out. And then um, we had to get up and, and walk around the church for some reason. And my sister is holding her candle out so far. Now she's somehow in the lead and she's burning the elbow of the lady in front of her. And burning polyester smells almost as bad as burning hair. So we never went back there. And then, um, oh, goodness, it wasn't until, mm, well, I I dabbled in Christianity in in, uh, high school a little bit, but um, it wasn't until I came to Cleveland. And uh, it was a God thing that brought me to Cleveland. It was a a horrific um, event in my life that prompted me to um, turn to him. And that was in June of 1989. And, you know, I've made many mistakes since. But, um, I, uh, I know he forgives me and I am committed to following the way, the way, not my way. Amen.
0: Yeah. And f- you know, for me, this, this career defined me. It's the only thing I went wow. to the university of Missouri and mm-hmm. for, I was off and running in 20 years in Cleveland and then the contract wasn't renewed. And I said, really, God, really, But the prayer was, how then are you going to show me how to turn my walking papers into my permission slip? Because they needed something else there. That's fine. He had a job to do. That is fine. That was a blessing. These stations here in Cleveland were a blessing and still are for the people I met. But I'm going to tell you right now, my friend, it was hard. It happens all the time in the business, but I was like... You know, I always talk about being humble. Well, I felt like God was going, I know that you I literally would say to people, patience, humility, gratitude, repeat. I would say it. And then I felt like God was going, can you live it? Can you live it? Because I'm gonna move you right out of your own way yeah. and I'm gonna and if you'll stick with me, you know it's gonna be painful yeah. that oh yeah. ouch, ouch, ouch the the crafting right. of the masterpiece and and then you realize for me, I was letting that career, that industry complete me, not compliment me, but complete me, not married and no kids. So what I've learned is no one else, no person or no job completes me, only compliments me and to surround ourselves like you have with the friends who compliment us and who are you know, the ones that. Are continually uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and you are that for so many people who you will no. never meet personally. You know that, right? Uh, by leading by example, I'm telling you.
1: Well, anything, anything, truly, anything that's good in me is Jesus in me. I mean, I, 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 he he has given me a, a gift of loving people, of never knowing a stranger. Um, you know, and and he. We're born with these gifts, I I truly believe. And I stumbled into television. Here you were at the University of Missouri, you know, studying your socks off, probably up late at night and, you know, doing all kinds of whatever you have to do. I went to college, to Missouri Western for two weeks. I don't like to brag uh, because I'm the only one of my siblings who went to college for two weeks. But um, I had a, I had a, a breakup and, um, with a boyfriend and uh, it was a lot more serious than that, but I was, I was terribly depressed. And my mom said, Robin, you need to get a job or go back to school. You're not gonna stay in your room and cry and be a bum. Because that's what parents did back then. And uh, so I, I picked up the St. Joseph News Press and Gazette. And I looked in the want ads, and there was a job opening at a TV station in St. Joe, KQTV, and they were looking for a copywriter. And I went out and applied, and it was probably the two weeks of college that uh, got me the job. But <laughs> 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 um, anyway, it, I, and and it just it it just snowballed from there. And every time I would try to get out of out of television, I would find myself right back in it, and. Uh, I was I was uh, uh, reporting and anchoring in Miami, Florida, when Virgil Dominic, who's very well known throughout Northeast Ohio, um, he's like the you know the the grandfather, the father grandfather figure of of television talent here. He is. He sure is. He he's an amazing man, and uh, I had just been in my news director's office begging to be let out of my contract. Um. And he said, you know, we, we want you to, we want you to be the first news anchor woman anchor at 11 o'clock. So we really want you to stay, but you know, if you can, if he, the news director said, I think you have a talent that, I well, said, I know you have a talent. Um, uh, he said, but uh, if you can, you know, if you can get a job in television, I will let you out of your contract. Dawn, as God works, I left his office, and I'm thinking, hmm. Well, I don't know. You know, I could go back to St. Joe, and I dated a pig farmer. You know, years years before that, and maybe I could just get out of the business altogether. As all these things are running through my head, and my phone was ringing at my desk, and when I answered it. It was the voice of an angel, very deep voiced angel. And he said, Robin, my name is Virgil Dominic and I'm sure you're very happy there in Miami, but we have a job here in Cleveland we think you'd be perfect for. And I said, when do you want me? And um, I flew up that weekend and uh, I interviewed, I interviewed the people. I interviewed the people at Stouffer's, the, uh, that was the name of the hotel at the time. I interviewed a taxi drivers, wait staff, whoever I came in contact with. And I just fell in love with Cleveland, but I was also you know, very miserable in, in Miami. I knew two lines of Spanish, dame un beso caliente and albóndegas no te dije, which mean um, uh, meatballs, didn't I tell you, and give me a hot kiss, which meant that I could go out for dinner, uh, <laughs> And end a date. Um, but anyway, I, I'm I'm so Midwest. I'm so I worked in New York City and I just didn't fit in. I just I love I love that Jason L. Dean song, the flyover states, because the flyover states are where the real people are. And no offense, no offense to our coastal, you know, friends, but they they don't get us. We we don't get them, you know. The West Coast has better weather, whatever. But um I, am just, I, I just, I felt like I was home when I came to Cleveland, but Missouri will always be my home.
0: And that's a perfect segue because as a small world as it is, we say, God weaves now watch him work like Virgil Dominic. Hello. Some things you just, if, if God strikes you with lightning, you don't hear him any clearer, right? Like, boom, thank you for this blessing. Well, as, as, um, Not luck, but as the weaving theory would have it, it turns out we have a common friend in St. Joe, Missouri, who was unable to join us this evening. But will you take a moment for me to um, just listen in here to our friend, Greg? (gasps) Ah! (laughs) Sorry. ooh, that was loud.
2: Robin Swoboda is from St. Joseph, Missouri. St. Joseph was home of the Pony Express. It was the launching pad of the Oregon Trail. It was a stopover for Lewis and Clark on their way out west in eighteen o three. In short, our community has a history and heritage of launching dreams, uh, spawning entrepreneurs, uh, trailblazers, pioneers, and uh, and entrepreneurs are really what our community is based around. And Robin, having been from here, I would say fits in that category of trailblazer. She left the community um, to pursue a career in media and absolutely knocked it out of the park. She is highly regarded here uh, by the community and by me. We knew each other at a very young age. Our our parents, her mom and my dad actually worked together at KQTV. And uh, I think that's probably where she uh, got the first exposure and the urge to go into media and uh and she just comes across on camera just like she is in person and her adorable personality comes out in everything she does whether she's reporting or whether she is just chit-chatting or whether she's on social media she is as real uh on media as she is in person and she is um she's just a sweetheart so I, I would say um, um, would love to have her come back to St. Joe more often because um, she's just so highly regarded here and um, uh, love that you are doing an interview with her and highlighting her career and her personality because she is uh she's one of a kind.
0: How about that?
1: Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> greatest. Is that not the greatest? Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. how oh, Greg Hatton. He is a talent and a, and a remarkable man. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're
0: going to, we will have a, a profile on him as well. All the good oh, stuff. That I he hope does.
1: so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny because uh, I don't know if he knows it. He will now if he watches this, but I had such a crush on his dad. His dad was so wonderful. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I, I didn't win the dad lottery, uh, uh, but, um, you know, my dad was a hard worker, but, um, you know, as, as many people have had, you know, he, he, he was an alcoholic and, um, it didn't affect his work, but it sure affected, you know, our home life. And, uh, uh, Greg's dad was just, he just was a saint in my eyes. And, um, I always wished, oh, I wish his but anyway, I'm. Uh, thank you, thank you for for doing that. And uh, my dad and I made up uh, toward the end. So, um, yeah. Well there's no I'm
0: playbook dead. for parents. There's no playbook. You know, and, there's no yeah. Play. Uh,
1: Greg Greg lost his dad uh, to cancer at a young age, and um, that was that was really sad for for all of us. Uh, anybody yeah. who knew his dad, his dad was just just kind, funny. Um, yeah. Oh, just, 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 he was a, he was a, he was a saint with the best sense of humor and so handsome as is Greg, obviously. So, but his dad didn't have all that facial hair.
0: (laughs) We didn't used to have all this facial
1: hair either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so real quick though. Uh, uh, I hate, I don't like to bring it up. Well, it's part of my life, but, um, uh, so when you know when i was diagnosed with cancer they said it's your estrogen positive and i go at my age i still have estrogen and uh and then you know they wanted me to take this estrogen blocker and um uh the side effects were so terrible i said i'm not taking it and it wasn't just because i was growing a beard and a mustache um but um it just the the god bless the women who take it and And suffer with the side effects because they can be just, just as as devastating. They were as devastating to me as going through chemo was. Yeah. But anyway, right. um, But the great thing about chemo was I didn't have to shave my legs. Not that anybody would have seen them anyway. But. um,
0: (laughs) And (laughs) see, this is you. This is what you do. Like the positive spin, and people learn by your example. Like
1: when you get new hair. So mine was curly when it came back the, the second time. The, the, I yeah. mean, the first time I had cancer, I didn't have to, they wanted me to do radiation, but the hospital wanted me to pay up front <laughs> for the radiation or put, they wanted me to put, I don't know. It was like, they wanted me to put 30,000 down because I was using a Christian health share mm-hmm. group for insurance and right. they didn't recognize that. And I said, "Well, how much would that be?" And they're like, uh, uh, "We'll have to get back to you." And I think it was around thirty-eight thousand dollars, something like that. Oh my God. I don't have thirty-eight thousand dollars sitting mm-hmm. around. And um, so I said, "Well, I guess I won't be going through radiation." And um, uh, so the second time when it came back, um, it uh, it was um, radiation and chemotherapy. So i I'm just hoping that. I, I'm not a, I'm not like a Rocky or a Star Wars uh, movie where there's <laughs> breast cancer one, breast cancer two, breast cancer three. But if it is, I'll maybe my hair will be different next time. It came back very curly, but it's it's straightened out. So.
0: People are listening to this and they're like, should I laugh? I don't know. She's <laughs> laughing. This is the beautiful part about let me reinforce robin swoboda and the reason i said (laughs) Smith at the beginning is because you have that hilarious i'm going to ask you to read it in a minute but this mistaken identity with another very popular beloved news anchor in town i'm going to go back to that but again this is why you're beloved now will you allow me because i follow you on facebook would you allow me to um Show people um, who maybe haven't heard or listened in on your Facebook, which I highly recommend for inspiration, and you'll be laughing so hard, I promise. Tears. Here is one of my. Fa- <laughs> ah, this is one of my favorite ones. One moment, please. Okay, so we saw your 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 um. We didn't see Axel yet tonight, but never fear. Here you'll get an idea of her beloved Axel.
1: And came home and was so excited, you know, as my dogs always are to see me. I picked I picked Axel up and he, he still, he doesn't do it as often as he did when he was younger, but he tinkles when he gets excited. He tinkled in my eyes. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I thought I was blind. I mean, have you ever had such a thing happen? You <laughs> tingled in my eyes. <laughs> oh, my what? What happened? Oh, you're
0: <laughs> the best. You're the best. You know that. You are so
1: No, good. I'm not. I'm just a goofball. My no. mom, when I was doing my morning show, we went back to St. Joe, uh, and uh, uh, Walter Cronkite is from St. Joe. And his dad was a dentist there. If you go to the museum, the uh, museum where the Pony Express began, um, there is uh, they they have Walter Cronkite's dad's complete office, uh, his dental office there, <clears throat> and and maybe some of our fillings, Don. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, I have no idea where I was going with that. Oh, what was it about how he tinkled in my in my how, I I I don't know. I and think mom. <laughs>
0: Your mom, you were going to tell us about your mama. Oh. <laughs> what did you say about squirrel? In oh, the beginning, I'm so your funny. sister from another mister. <laughs> <laughs> you, you,
1: you said you said you had to get a pen at the uh, at the beginning and now I know why just to keep track. Yeah. So when I had that morning show, um we did a we did a show with my mom and that was hilarious. My mother was a very funny woman but at the at the end as there as as we're saying goodbye you know and none of it's scripted she goes she she's looking at me and she goes she's a nut but i love her anyway <laughs> my own mother <laughs> oh, I, know.
0: I know my mom used to say oh she talks she talks so much i would get sent home with notes pinned to my shirt at kindergarten oh. she was very talkative at nap time and I thought, now where is she? Because I now I get paid to talk, and you nearly stifled my whole career. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah and I'm yeah. proud to be a nut. I, I think me a, too. Woman,
1: this is. This I is got. Did are. you get put in the corner?
0: Oh, I can't even tell you how many times. And I was only trying to, you know, probably practice broadcast news. I don't know. I might have been trying to tell people important information. She probably, didn't <laughs>
1: probably, yeah. Well, I the last time they put me in the corner. Because nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> I bit myself on the hand and uh there was a, a rubber plant or something nearby. And I bit myself on the hand and I told the teacher that a spider bit and they must have laughed so hard because she took me to the nurse's office who took me to the principal's <laughs> office and before you know it the lunch ladies and everybody are there looking at my uh, my um spider bite at your spider I, I just bite to show you this
0: oh Wait. he smiles
1: yes he smiles oh so my now God. he's not no longer tinkling in my eyes he's uh, he's smiling it looks like he has a silly pop teeth, too, but. <laughs> a tickle in her This is producer
0: Travi putting these things up. <laughs> I was just thinking. Stop it. Stop it. I saw up.
1: that little thing where they must have moved the uh, the Walter Cronkite Museum out to the college, which I think is, yes. Oh, okay. University. Yeah, used to take college. When I
0: went there, his because only reason he knows that is because his son goes there now. So really, c- can we um just have another one of my favorite um moments where I was laughing with you, and I'm at one point I'm just like, wait, what are we laughing at again? Can I show one more clip?
1: Of course. Okay,
0: here we go. Here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, here I am, Uncle Fester, coming to you live from Suzanne's dining room. Um. <laughs> I'll just tap dance a little bit while we can get. Uh, oh, wait a minute! Close unused applications. Poor video. What am I? What am I? What do I have open, Suzanne? I have no idea. Video. I close hate unused. this. I hate this because I have no idea what I'm doing, and I think it's pretty evident. End live video. We're, we're and, still going. Yeah, we are, but now we can't see ourselves. <laughs> so. I would end. <laughs> wait a minute. What, you what are you creating? <laughs> Let me put my hat back on. Maybe maybe that will... I want
0: no to delete that. Let me put my hat back on. Oh, my God. The best. I, like, I'm watching going, I hope they never get it figured out because you are the entertainment. I love you so much. What's so funny is
1: we didn't even know we were on, obviously. <laughs> right? Like, I one. do this
0: laugh. Trevi said I have a smoker laugh and I never smoked. <laughs> I
1: have a wheeze laugh. <laughs> and
0: now I hear it. Now that he pointed it out, and I'm like, oh, what's happening again. But what it happened? happens always when I watch your stuff. How about this one? Oh gosh. I said we try to keep these under an hour, but here we go. Look at this. Hello,
1: one Hello. It is me and. Showing off my new hair, as you can see, it's close unused applications. I don't even know what the unused applications are. Um, and now <laughs> the streaming metrics are coming up. I hate this. Yeah, no. I hate it because am I live? Mm-hmm. I am okay, but I can't see myself, which can be good or bad. I mean, my metrics, whatever that means. So this is just giving you all time to hop on, and um. It is a beautiful, sunny Monday, and I thought, well, I'd just um, leave my hat off today, and as you can see, can you see in the, the darkness, but I have some overachievers that are coming in like about a half an inch long, and then the rest are, are very uh, fuzzy. I feel like a, a baby chick
0: i thought that was called robin testicles i think i think producer trevi took the wrong clip
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were t- you said now you don't often hear people talking about testicles but i'm going to and poor axel turns out had no testicles
1: no. remember
0: the story yes.
1: oh my god only you and i'm like oh, please i i don't yeah well yeah, i i took him to the he's a mini and he's over asleep on the I think he likes to get under the covers and stuff. And I've got a lot of blankets on the, on the sofa, but um, I took him to the vet because he needed to be, you know, neutered. And, but I said, he's, he's got no testicles. And the vet said, oh, he's been neutered. He was neutered before you got him. And I said, no, he wasn't. He was not because the breeder would have said, you know, that he was, he was neutered. And um, he said, well, you know, $250 later on a test to see if he had any testosterone, they called me and said, nope, he's got no testosterone. So I don't know at what point it was in my treatment, but I had to go in for, um, I don't know, whatever they do that, you know, they got to listen to your heart. You have to lay on your side and like your good breast hangs off the table a little bit. That's, you know, it's just very uncomfortable and weird. And you know, the lady's rubbing this thing around you and taking pictures of your heart. And so I'm trying to think of something to say, and I just say, you know, my dog doesn't have testicles. And <laughs> she says, Oh, really? I said, Yeah. I said, I told the, I told the vet maybe he's a hermaphrodite. And the vet said, oh, that doesn't really happen in the animal world. And I'm thinking, well, I'm from Missouri and I know that it happens in the animal world because I had friends who, you know, raised.
0: And you dated a pig guy, a pig farmer.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So so she says, well, she said, my pug, Delilah, (laughs) I took her to be spayed. And the vet called me and said, you need to come in. And I went in and I she had me sit down in her office and she said, I have something to tell you, Delilah is a hermaphrodite. And I said, oh, is she gonna die? And she said, no, that just means she's male and female. And that explains why she, when she tinkles, it shoots out the back. So I'm like, what are the odds? That, 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 Two people with, you know, mismatched, mismatched part animals come together. And, and speaking uh, well, of
0: odds, what are the odds we're talking about tinkling again?
1: <laughs> I just can't get enough of that. But he, I'm happy to say that he has one testicle now. Okay. I, I verbally am trying to coax the other one down because it's going to be a very expensive surgery. And I have already had fourteen thousand dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. I mean, that's the that's the yeah. bare minimum. Those were my, that's my, um, uh, oh my you know, gosh. what are they? Deductible. That's the word. Ding, ding, ding. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, Axel, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get cancer before I spend that kind of money again. <laughs> oh, he
0: doesn't even know it's missing. Probably, you know, at Channel Three, <laughs> no. we found this little. A kitten on a live shot. I'm like Saint Francis. I swear on live shots they find me. So I brought it back to the newsroom, and Carly was a reporter there, and she said, I can take him. Let me so she read up on when they're that young with the mom. Ma- <laughs> this is how much time do we have left? <laughs> it's just, it's not at all in my notes, but when they're that young, you know what the mama does to help them go potty, the mama. You know, licks and stimulant. I said, Did you just say licks and stuff? She said, So I went like this, and she's being serious. It has to be warm. I said, Oh my god, I can't do it. So the things we'll do for I'm trying to get myself back on track here. (laughs) The point is, this woman who you've been listening to, Robin Swoboda, not Wilma Smith, who she had been mistaken by could you please just read that section i'm begging you
1: i'm begging you okay really quick what's funny is that that the uh, the 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 big joke of the matter is anytime i've ever done something ridiculous out in public (laughs) i have said you know like like i was just telling my daughter today uh she's expecting our my second grandchild and um and uh, she was saying, you know, her stomach's too big and she's got three more months to go and blah, blah, blah. I, and she goes, it can't get any bigger. I said, oh, trust me, it can get bigger and it will. Because when I was pregnant with your brother, I was at Penny's and I was looking for pantyhose, maternity pantyhose uh, to wear Christmas Eve to church. And the masochists that they were had put them on the bottom um, shelf. And I squatted down... Uh, now this is, you know, December 20th, let's say he was born the 1st of February. So I squatted down to look at those pantyhose to figure out which color, whatever I wanted. And I fell, I rolled backward and I couldn't get up. <laughs> and I looked like a June bug, you know, or a water bug, just, just lying on my back, rolling back and forth. And the whole time the woman who was waiting on me had kept looking at me thinking, I, I could tell she thought she recognized me, but you know, I was like this. And so she she couldn't put it all together. So I realized I'm going to have to, once I get up, she helps me up and several other people did. And I realized I'm going to have to give her my credit card because I have no cash. And my credit card says Robin Swoboda on it. And um, so uh, I said, oh, I'm going to have to go to the ATM out in the mall. Uh, Can you hold these for me? And she said, sure. What, what name? And I said, Wilma Smith. And then I ran off. So I've used that for everything. I fell off a stage one time. I, know, um,
0: I love that part. You want to read the part or you want to tell it's in the second one? I, re- oh, yes. crying. Um, I was crying because you're so uh, vulnerable. You're so vulnerable in your storytelling and oh. people are so hungry for those kind of vulnerable <laughs> stories. And all I keep thinking is I'm reading these is here's a woman who has every reason to be going really God, really? And yet You keep leading by example, by honoring him and making us laugh. It's not easy to do.
1: Well, I figure I better laugh at myself before somebody else does. There you go. Like my mom used to say, Robin, don't tell anybody your problems. Half the people don't care and the other half are glad you have
0: them. (laughs) Your mom sounds like (laughs) she was very wise. She
1: was, she was. Okay. Do you want the part about the Jersey or when I was in the, um, in the dollar store?
0: Um, I wonder if, is there also the same story where you, well, I don't want to give away the punchline where you were at, you had a mishap at a Christmas MC event on stage. Is that the same one or no?
1: Yeah, no, that is. Oh, just read
0: the whole thing. I love it. Let's do it.
1: minute. Maybe I have no 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 no. Okay. This uh, this will have people looking for me uh, my uh, online. Um, yeah, when I was trying to get into Progressive Field, um, and I didn't have an ID. And uh, okay. Um, but
0: you were working for Smith Financial. Oh, oh so here we go. No.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, because. I, I, I do the show for uh, W.A. Smith Financial, and uh, he got us Indians jerseys. They were Indians at the time. And uh, on the back, it said, so, W.A. Smith. So I didn't have an ID, and I kept telling the woman, you know, I, I'm, my name is Robin Swoboda, and, um, and she's like, if you don't have an idea, I can't let you in. And finally, somehow I talked her into it. I said, I'll show you my Facebook page. Anyway, she let me in finally. And and uh, I see some guy and he goes, hey, how you doing? And I, so I knew he knew who I was. And I said, can you tell her who I am? And he goes, yeah, you're Wilma Smith. It's right there on the back of your jersey that was hanging in the, hanging in the car. Okay. All right, here we go. One time. I said, it it served me right for the guy to call me Wilma Smith then. One time I fell off a stage and into the orchestra pit when I was emceeing a Christmas concert at our church. It's a long story, but suffice it to say, strange things happen to to your bodily functions when you're free falling 10 or 12 feet into the darkness with a Bible in one hand and a microphone in the other. I heard the crowd gasp and I laid on my back like a water bug watching the Christmas tree shake and then finally move so my rescuers could pull me out. It was then that I would realized I had wet my pants. Not only was I in terrible pain, not only was I in terrible pain, but I had a, the terrible realization that I was gonna have to get back up on stage at intermission. Sure enough, when the time came, I got back up on stage, hoping that as God had parted the Red Sea, rained manna from heaven and raised the dead, he would dry my pants. I just want to say that some of you may have seen me take a little fall earlier, and I I want you to know that I'm fine. I did hit my head, but everything seems to be working fine. However, if you would like to include me in your prayers tonight, I would appreciate it. And and remember, my name is Wilma Smith. (laughs) I ran off the stage but but i also added i hope you enjoy the fourth of july concert and uh george and i would love it if you'd stop by the white house uh so so it's not to just you know tick off i thought i i'll take the bushes down with me
0: my face hurts and i for me that is um that's something i want to be friends with this Example that you're leading with is exactly why I want it so badly to have you on this podcast. So I can't thank you enough. I know that um, you are sharing and very vulnerable in your story and warrioring on again with cancer. And just um, give us a window quickly before we wrap this up, how it is um, that you find your strength, how you plug into something bigger than here.
1: Well, you know, it, it's, it's been a, it really has been a, a privilege um, to have gone through this to help other women. Um, so many women have reached out to me, and I—I've had—I, you know, my faith—my faith has not wavered. It—it it made me stronger. The first time I was diagnosed, it—it um, it, it was so funny because it was—I uh, just bought a new house. Um, and it was in January. And I remember the exact spot that I was standing in that house and I knew something wasn't right. And I said, I think I have cancer. And you don't go to the doctor and say, I think I have cancer. But sure enough, that April, I was diagnosed. I was talking about it and I did a self-exam and boom, it was the first thing that I felt. And, but all those months leading up to it, um, I kept getting the the scripture, uh, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I was even at Bob Evans with a girlfriend and I was telling her about it, how I saw it everywhere. And she said, uh, uh, she said I said, be still. And a few minutes later, a woman comes in, she sits down, she has a little boy and she says, will you be still? And we just looked at each other like, I go see it's still happening. Um, so when it happened the second time, I I, you know, I'm like, okay, God, you know, what's what what are we doing? And I told I told everybody that I win either way. Um, you know, as a believer, a follower of Jesus, um, I know that if if my prognosis is not good, I get to go to heaven. I mean, I just I think about that and I think about. All the people, you know, we'll meet in heaven. I Moses and Abraham and Esther. I want to talk to Esther. I want to find about find out about that beauty treatment. I'd like to know it now, but anyway, I'll have to wait till then. And then if I do make it, I get to stay here with my family and my friends. So either way, you know, I'm a winner. And I just know that God gives us these, he allows us, like Job, to go through, you know, tough times to bring him glory and to bring him honor. And now I'm going to cry because I just, I, it's been a gift, Dawn. It really has been, it has been a gift. And um, I, you know, people say, why me? And I'm one of those that says, why not? So I'm, I'm very thankful and it's, it's drawn me closer. And I have, um, I just, oh I wanted to share, share with you. i I heard a podcast, um, and they talked about this devotion and, uh, it's called Be Thou My Vision mm-hmm. and it's a liturgical, um, it's a liturgy for daily worship. And the thing I miss, I go to a, um, an evangelical church and excuse me. and um, I, I I miss the you know the the Catholic and, and Episcopalian and Lutheran uh, when uh, uh, I was I was married for twenty years and he he was a Lutheran and I became a Lutheran um, before we got married and I miss the just the reverence and the the structure, maybe structure yeah. right? familiarity yeah, mm-hmm. and and just the I I, I, I can't I can't. I I really can't put it into words because I don't remember the words (laughs) because a lot is just gone and they'll come back supposedly. But um, this is, this is, I mean, it's divided into daily worship and scripture reading and all the creeds. And um, it's just, it's just marvelous. And it has, it has changed my, my quiet time every morning um, substantially. So be thou my vision. I, I get no, <laughs> I'm not <a> endorser. <laughs> but, um, it's just, it's just really good. So you could check it out on Amazon. That's where I got it. I love it.
0: I love it. And I love, I love you. You. pardon me.
1: I love you. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I really couldn't hear you the first time.
1: Everything you say about me, I say right back to you. But you have better hair. (laughs) Oh,
0: Lord. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned it, though, too, because we spend so much of our lives. In fact, I'm going to show you were like killing it back in the day. I thought we spend so much of our time worried about what Uh, we look like. Let's just be honest. That career, uh, you even if you come most humble as you could possibly be, Uh, always there was one lady, let me still look at my little hubba hubba friend. Look at this. Look at this. Would you look at that? Stunning, stunning. And I would say, I would argue that even here is even more stunning because we (laughs) know your character. We know your soul. We know your heart for the Lord. And that is beautiful. That is beautiful. My friend. Yeah.
1: Thank you. you. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this that's to <laughs> <laughs> love Show it your testicle. just kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> he can't he doesn't have you know, no, he he the one. one. It's oh, has the right. one okay so here's me thinking if this is a woman who's leading by example not memorizing bible verses but it does it occurs to me the picture in my home in my condo when i moved here is that kind of that tree that's doesn't have any any leaves, it's black and white, and it's standing by a kind of a gray stream, and it says, Be still and know that I'm gone. Psalm. It wasn't until the really hard times break up a, a couple for me as well to hear you say that. I was like, thank you. We know better. We know better. Yeah. But if we're gonna be honest, oh, our hearts get broken. So I remember sitting in that chair in front of there, looking up, going, huh. <laughs> maybe i should live that maybe i should live that and then i also feel sign? like do you feel like in this stage of my life too he's saying i need you to be still with me but not too still i'm going to need you to move i'm going to need you to take the next best step and we always say a lamp unto our feet the lantern for one step not a spotlight Right, but, right. And this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. You're not rolled up in a corner somewhere. And I love you for the example that you set. Romans 8, 28. Again, oh. I grew up Catholic. I don't know a whole lots of Bible verses until recently in my life, but there's one thing to memorize the verses. It's another thing to learn yeah. what Christ is all about through people who lead by example so 828 mm-hmm. he works all things together for good all like he didn't mince words right. all two cancer diagnosis really yeah. all things together for good for those who love him
1: for those who love him you know and and I think that's key and you know my kids I grew up uh they grew up you know knowing knowing the lord and going to church and went to a christian school and you know they're they're they've you know they're they have to do their own thing now but I, I i i can't impress upon them and everyone else enough that it's not just enough to know jesus christ that he's the son of god and that he you know died and was resurrected and went to heaven and was the you know sacrifice for our sins we have to know him and follow him and um he said many are called but few are chosen and that just ooh that just gets in my uh, it just sticks in my throat when i think about that because my first chemo almost killed me my my sodium level dropped to 113. And um, it's, if it goes below 130, I think, maybe 120, I I don't know, I think 130. um, You know, it's very dangerous. And my oncologist said, she said, Robin, I don't know why you're still here. I don't know why you're still here. Because anybody whose number I have seen that low was already dead. And, you know, now I've got to figure out exactly why God um, gave me this, you know, new life after, you know, a a rebirth of of certainly of of, um, accepting Christ. But um, we've got to take him seriously. I mean, God, you know, we we, uh, I, I think too often you may want to cut all this out, but but, you know, we preach God is love and he's like a grandpa on the front porch and, you know, well, you know, read, read your Bible and, and he is love, but for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So
0: exactly. A friend of mine just said, that um, maybe three or four days ago said, here's the thing, Don, it's the Corinne de Kenny, um, Corinne, Kenny DeHamel story that we did a couple of weeks ago. If you guys want to look that up on thegoodstufffamily.com, she has a fantastic testimony as well, including uh, she's a cancer warrior as well. Mm-hmm. But so much stuff that you're like, it's almost like a m- movie. And yet she's so faithful. And she said, well, here's the thing. Here's what I found. It's really not until we allow Christ to live through us, that you um, get the peace that surpasses all understanding. It's not the going to church, like you just said. It's not the memorizing right. the Bible. It's not knowing the facts. It's how do I say and look who He works through the best in the uh, throughout the Bible, broken people, Absolutely. broken, right? Oh. And you you mentioned Esther, like such a time as this. I yeah. would argue such a time for this right now for you, my friend.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Not on the anchor desk, not yeah. celebrity. Can I get your yeah. autograph? He is so using you. I see it so clearly. I see it oh. and I know you feel it. And I, there's, it, when you really can bask in that, there's no greater honor almost and and people will think well that's ridiculous here she is fighting cancer we can have so many questions for him in fact better than hallelujah really god really running towards him always instead of away from him but it's easier said than done and you're doing it and i love you for it
1: oh well thank you i you know I, it, when you when you when you read the bible and and i i think everybody should have, I I have a Matthew uh, Henry commentary, but so many scriptures that, you know, I will read, excuse me, and, and not quite comprehend. So I pull out my commentary and I read it through, but you know, everything we go through, Jesus went through. And as you mentioned, Dawn, the people in the Bible, so many people that God used are broken You know, I struggled with, it hasn't been all, you know, sunshine and rainbows and Billy Bob teeth for me. I, I, I have struggled with a depression my whole life, basically, um, because I'm so funny. Uh, There has to be the flip side. But, you know, I, God, God shows me in his word that, you know, David, who was a man after God's own heart, and Jeremiah, he was called the weeping prophet um you know i mean they were great great men of god and were used in spite of their you know weaknesses so we have no excuse and um i'm just i i i thank him every day for for all the troubles that i have gone through that led me to him because you know if if uh oh boy <laughs> I could, I could talk, we could go on for days about the things, you know, that, that, that I have gone through that just, you know, pushed me, pushed me closer and closer. So, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's your story for his glory now. And there's no greater compliment. And I, um, I'm so grateful. And we do, we typically, I joked at the beginning, you you said, now, how long does this need to go? I said, well, we try to keep it under two hours. And you said, oh, I said, no, never more than they recommend half an hour, hour tops. We'll probably run this in its entirety. And I'm looking at 115. I know we could fill out two hours easily, oh, yes. yeah. but your story for his glory and he's still writing the chapters and I learned so much by your example as I know so many people do. So just thank you. Thank,
1: thank you. you. And God thank bless you. you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. So you're right where you need to be.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I felt like all right, God, what do you have? Let's go. This is what I feel is the permission slip. The walking papers. I into love to the permission slip. So and I get to to tell other people's stories for his glory as well. And you are classic, the good stuff classic, the good stuff. And you know what? Look, my friend, when I'm typing too quickly and guess what? The good stuff. If you leave a O out, you ready? I'm going to do a meteorologist. Oh yes.
1: The God stuff. It's
0: true. And I leave it sometimes because for instance, if I was writing about you, I'd be like, she is the God stuff. And I'll leave the typo on purpose. So, um, Yeah. The privilege through the pain, I guess, or purpose, you know, and, and, um, one thing to say it, another thing to live it and you're doing it. Would you want to pray us out? Or do you want me to? Oh, you do it.
1: You do. I, I, I'm so bad with words.
0: Oh my gosh. You're amazing with words. Well, I will say right now, Father God, that I would submit that this entire conversation was in fact a conversation with you, Father God. It was a prayer. I thank you. I thank you for the work that you're doing in her. Gosh, I have so many questions,
2: God, so many
0: questions. But we are um, coming before you in gratitude for um, the opportunities that you have given, Robin, that you're giving us, that you're giving anyone within earshot of this, whatever you're up against, Be still, not too still, be still and know that he's God and know, know that he does, he can work all things together for good. And we, we just celebrate, um, the opportunity to be the hands and feet of Christ. And we are thankful for the blessings we know are already on the way, especially for Robin, that you would wrap her up in that peace that surpasses all understanding, Father God. Um, I just thank you. I thank you that you are sovereign and that you got this. You got this. And it's uh, it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. You didn't stumble for a word.
0: Go, God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we,
0: wouldn't we like to get paid to talk again? That would be great.
1: <laughs> An hour and 15. What's that worth? <laughs> they won't have me. Can I just say real quick, though? I don't miss it at all. I don't, I, I walked away and I do not miss it. Well, I miss the money, uh, but God provides. And, um, you know, I'm, I said, I don't want to live my life like my bowling game, which I start out really good and then end poorly. So that's why I'm so, you know, thrilled with, um, you know, God just drawing me closer to him every day, yes. uh, financially, you know, it's, it, you, I mean, as you can un- well understand, um, and, and, you know, being an anchor, uh, certainly, um, you know, helps yeah. pay the bills, but, um, anyway, I don't, I don't miss it. And I don't miss the, I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy. Ha- overjoyed to, to just be me.
0: Amen. You're so speaking my language. You really <laughs> are. And, you know, when you're wondering if you're going to make the mortgage for me, I'm like, my. my basically an apartment that I own, a condo is very simply. And you're like, really God? And then you realize, look, you know what? Look, do you know Christ himself in the garden? Remember he was like, really God, could you, if there's any way you could do without this, but your will be done. Yes. And so he knows exactly what we're feeling when we have these questions, you know? And so I'm like, all right, bring it bring it. Let's go. You and I, what do you have? What do you, and and inevitably things start to, uh, or or start to reveal themselves and sponsors. We have sponsors now who believe in what we're doing. And Um, I look back at the, those days and especially the last couple of years, you know what? My head was saying, you better keep your nose to the grindstone. This is a great job. Two people will take it, which they did. They equal my age and my salary. I do believe (laughs) You know, Um, but you better keep your nose to the grindstone. You're hired at a place. They need you to be a news reporter. Stop with all the nonsense of all these stories that are on your heart. And then my heart kept going. Nope. 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 Robin, speaking of hair, my hair was breaking off. I was literally killing myself let not that's a little dramatic physically embodying the angst if you will yes and again it's not even their fault i was hired to be that but god was so calling and i wasn't listening you know i would have renewed that contract in a heartbeat of course because of all the things i just said and then i think of the the good things like when they are so critical the viewers one lady wrote in and said and this is a quote because my hair was breaking off (laughs) My, my friend, who's all into this holistic stuff, and she said, "Try this shampoo; you're going to love it." I used it a couple of days, and I read it. It was a it was a dog shampoo she made. <laughs> I said, "What the heck?" Well, it's gentle on your hair. Well, needless to say, it was it didn't it would look like look <laughs> like something we shouldn't be using. Wait. So it was not good. And viewers Don't noticed. Like no, it was. <laughs> that was trust me that hair's good compared it was just well this is what the lady wrote in and I wouldn't have seen it because I don't even check social media but the photographer said boy there was a lady kind of she was brutal uh, about you today on the not on the public Facebook page on the page where just the newsroom sees it and here's oh. what she said she said how in the world that's how it started how in the world does channel three allow Don Kendrick on the air like that just disgraceful. She looks well, I don't even remember the word she used sloppy or something. Everyone else looks so polished. And I I I wrote to her, I said, do you have a minute to chat? I would love to chat. Well she didn't write back and I, you know, new Don was going to explain to her that please don't be so judgmental before you know because let me explain what's happening here. Like I'm so yeah. stressed. And and then old Dawn looked her up on Facebook and saw that her sister had um, just passed and she had a picture of her in her bed in hospice. Mm. And she said, Sissy went to heaven today and old Dawn wanted to say, I'm so sorry for your loss. And how in the world is Sissy getting into heaven with bedhead like that? (laughs) But that was old Dawn. So she did it. New Dawn said, no one defines me, not even viewers (laughs) or, but I don't miss it. That's my point of that story. Like you said, I don't miss it. You know, yeah. you you want to see me with makeup and perfect hair, then go queue up some old yeah. days when I might've been on, but it's, yeah. this is yeah. me. This is it. Cause yeah. I'm even looking now. Like-
1: I know. I can't wait to take this off. I'm telling you. So we got to end it.
0: I love you. I love, I love you. So you much. God bless you.
1: The honor of being, being part of your show and thank you. you. Keep, keep on keeping on and following him.
0: Thank you. Amen. Together we can, together we will. I love you, my friend. God bless you.
1: you. God bless you.
0: Now I'm taking a moment to, I'm going to roll this fancy outro. Wait till you see what Travi, producer Travi put together. It's pretty good. Except we have all these videos of you we didn't see. I'm just going to go ahead and roll them all. No, I'm teasing. Okay, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) Goodbye. I love you. God bless you. All right. This has been a grassroots Good Stuff family production. Big love and gratitude to our friend, Carlos Jones, who is the talented voice and creator behind this music that sets the tone for these Good Stuff stories. Huge gratitude and love as well for our social media director. She is Danielle Folk and is consistently going above and beyond. Follow her at Farmhouse Storyteller. And to the producer, My Trevi the glue that holds together the moving parts of this God-inspired endeavor. the TheGoodStuffFamily.com is where you'll find links for all the things we're doing, including how to be a sponsor of a story. So grateful for our faithful sponsors who have already made so much of what we do possible. And of course, big love and gratitude for you, the listeners, helping to grow this Good Stuff Family Tree 2023. Welcome to the family.